daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel, and uh, that's not Clint uh, joining me today. Uh, the Weldon brothers are on the pod. Uh, fellas, welcome. What's going on? Glad to be here. Dude, Happy it's, so, it's so great. Long-time long listeners of the show. Uh, first time we've been able to have you on. Um, I got to say... You've been lobbying for this opportunity for a while, and so uh, you—I mean—you better not blow it at this point. Like we, it's a—it's a big risk for the pod. This is a huge podcast, fellas. I don't know if you know that, but just—it's a huge deal that you would be invited onto this show. So I hope you—I hope you're taking it seriously. Yeah, Um, you're taking uh, on all the risk. Yeah, I mean clearly. Clearly, uh, I don't know. Clint, go, Clint's out of town, so at this point, the podcast is either going to sink or swim. Who knows what's going to happen? We'll we'll just have to wait yeah. and see. Um, excited you're here. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're new to the pod, Lockdown Bulldogs is for fans by fans, and so um, we figure let's just have some fans on the podcast and talk because that's the way that we talk every day on. We're not gurus or insiders, and we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we are big-time Georgia Bulldogs, all of us here, Clint, my co-host, and I as well. Uh, so thanks for listening on audio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us on YouTube. Um, uh, thanks for leaving a comment. Um, we we got Colby's got his favorite jersey on display right there behind him, just hanging on the cinder block wall, whatever dungeon. He's 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 recording this video, and uh, so if you're on YouTube, see that. Uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. It's Thursday, and um, we got a lot. We got have some fun stuff planned for today. We're back into uh, our prospects. Um, we're going through the 2022 class, and so today. We are talking about Maddox, um, who is one of the biggest recruits in the entire country, much less in the entire Georgia Bulldogs class. And so uh, excited to do that. Ask the boys what they think about Malachi Stars. But we'll be to this because, um, first of all, I've been getting betting advice from the Weldon brothers all season long. Um, some great some great winners being given out by both of you. But but the most recent bit of betting advice that I've gotten from the Weldon brothers has really struck a struck a, a chord with some of us, and it struck a nerve with others of us because um, you are, if I'm understanding correctly, recommending that the good people out there take their hard-earned money to betonline.net and they wager it on. The most controversial player to ever, maybe ever play for the Georgia Bulldogs, Stetson Bennett the fourth, and you think that he's going to do what this season, Colby? I, I think he's going to win the Heisman. Okay, all right. Well, you, the floor is yours. Tell us why in the world we should think that. All right. Well, first off, 
start off with the three biggest uh, quarterback names in this Heisman, uh, the two, two, two soon Heisman. Uh, we got Caleb Williams, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Three big names, three good guys, three great athletes. Uh, yep. None wanna, of them do a little- have, none of them have ever won a national championship, to my understanding. No rings. No rings. Okay. No not, rings. Zero, zero rings. Nothing. No, no Former rings. Heisman, though. So yep. uh, I want to say, first off, that Stetson Bennett, just quickly, stats-wise, lines up with these guys tit for tat. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud definitely threw way more volume than Stetson Bennett did by, by a few hundred passes. But Caleb Williams and Stetson Bennett specifically were right in line with each other. Stetson Bennett, 185 for 287, 64.5% for 2,800 yards and 29 TDs. Caleb Williams, 136 for 211, 64.5%. 100, 1,900 yards and 21 TDs. Passer ratings, both of them, 176 for Stetson Bennett, 169 for Caleb Williams. All right. So there is nothing you can say that would make me think that Caleb Williams has a better chance of winning Heisman statistically. All right. CJ Stroud, okay. Bryce Young, obviously better passers, way more touchdowns, way more volume. But you bring up those passer ratings again. All right. You got Bryce Young, your Heisman winner. Congratulations, Bryce Young. Yeah. 167.5 passer rating compared mm. to Stetson Bennett's 176.7 passer rating. So you can argue volume that Stetson Bennett hasn't thrown the passes, so he's not going to line up the same way that they do. But I say give him more volume. He's just going to out. He's going to out. He's going to shine. He's a winner. Uh, so, I mean, wow. It is it, what it is. Uh, it's, hard, the, it's hard to argue. He is winning. And, and I will, that's where I'll, the I'll, go ahead. Yeah, I'll I'll interject here if if I may. I think from Please. from just a a perspective from the fan. I think this past year we haven't really digested this as fans yet. <clears throat> I think we're coming into a couple months here where we're going to be able to digest what happened in the in the in the the process of the season. You mentioned him. I mean, Stetson Bennett's got to be the most controversial Georgia Bulldog. I think Isaiah Crowell would have an argument there. <laughs> Uh, but he he's got to be Boy. he's got to be close Yikes. if not if, if not right behind it. But Stetson Bennett is being viewed through the prism of JT Daniels, <clears throat> as time will tell, and we don't know. I think the answer to that question is we don't know. All we know is today, JT Daniels has decided to transfer out of the University of Georgia. Last I checked, he did not have a home. No calls. And no. the last article, the last no. article I've seen written about it, had him landing at a potentially Georgia Southern was I think a name that was on there. Yeah. Hey, great and program. So great program. We have to we wow. have to take a step back. I think this off season as we prepare for the twenty twenty two you know Georgia football season and under we're going to be seeing Stetson Bennett in an entirely different light come mm. this season. Saying you know given that he's the starting quarterback and we don't know that yet, but Colby continue. No, I'm, he's like you said, he's fifth year. He's a returning guy. He's coming back. He is coming off a national championship. One loss year. I think that one of the, the further points that people want to argue with Stetson Bennett, people hate his height and weight. They hate that he's 5'11", 190, just because everybody's 5'11", 190. You know who else is around that size? <laughs> Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Johnny football, Manzo. Two of those guys are Heisman winners. One of them, elite quarterback in the NFL. Wow. And you look me in the eyes and tell me that Kyler, Kyler Murray is 207. 
He's 207, soaking wet with a wool coat on, maybe, on a good day with yeah. a big meal. He's not he's 207. Not, he's not 5'11", either. He's 5'9", no, no. maybe. Uh, I do but, think it's a fair point that, like, what you bring up, um, me this, that, like, we're going to be – there's a chance that we see Stetson Bennett in a whole new light. And, and 90% of winning the Heisman is – uh, random stupid hype from ESPN. Like that's what ninety percent of winning the Heisman is, and Georgia's going to be getting all that hype this year. All right, Georgia's no longer the program that's perennially a contender, but now they are the defending national champions. And we've talked about the schedule on this podcast. Uh, there's there's no reason to believe that they won't be sailing into week eight, week nine, week ten of this season with an undefeated record with another head-to-head clash against Alabama and the SEC Championship looming. And the question is, is Stetson Bennett going to get enough volume? to? Because all those stats that you gave are great, but the Heisman is also – there's a reason why, um, you know, why the guys like that have the high pass – there's a reason why guys like Bryce Young win the Heisman and guys like Caleb Williams don't because yeah. – the Heisman is a volume award. Yeah. Man, I, 537, you, you, that's a lot of passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you made a good point, a I think, when when we were you guys were unpacking Branson Robinson and just talking about where the running back room sits in the wake of of you know Zamir and, and James Cookley. The running back room is in a really interesting spot. I think probably the most interesting it's been. Uh, maybe since Gurley's exit when we really, but even then you had Chubb. It, there's a real weird spot that the running back room's in. Hmm. Kendall Milton seems to be a guy that's going to get a lot of carries. You know, yeah. Kenny Mack seems like he's going to get a lot of carries, but we don't have, we do not have, even Zamir White coming into this year, you knew you had a steady presence at running back, uh, no yeah. matter what, to be able to pound the ball in the Kirby death march. I, We just don't know what we have at running back. Which, to your point, leaves open the possibility for a higher volume through the air, and it you, does. We, and stars are aligning. Go. <laughs> All right, look. Have you seen a number? This is my question. Have you seen a number out there that the people could get? <laughs> oh, that's embedded. There's a number. <laughs> Last time I checked, I'm pretty sure it was plus five thousand. So okay. All right. If so you you're telling me on Dogecoin, you might as well put on Stetson. You you just you just sprinkle a little bit on there, and we will yeah. just. I'd cap it. I'd cap it at like half a month's salary. That's where I'd probably cap it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just not. A, a, I'm not a doctor, but a ten dollar bet would get you what, Colby, on this? Uh, I think it was. I think it was a. Carry the camera over the top of my head. Uh, the one it would be yeah. it would be five hundred big ones. Yeah, yeah, that's um five plus five thousand fifty to one. Um, yeah, that's half a month's salary. Just we need a disclaimer: the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast does not advocate for betting half a month's salary on Stetson Bennett's winning Heisman. Um, but I will say the logic is compelling. There are people in the comments right now, uh, Colby, who are just just fired up yelling at you and so i can't wait well, i can't wait to read my 
my last point with it is I think that the problem that people have with Stetson Bennett is that they can't believe that that dude is a better athlete than they'll ever be or ever could have mm. been. Mm. And number two, okay, no. if you were one of the fans who booed our starting quarterback between the hedges, you it's, need to you I, need to pray and repent. I think those I think those I think those fans already know. I think they know what's I think they I think they've I think they've seen the light. And the light is a national championship uh in all its glory coming to Athens. All right, fellas, um that is enough sets and Bennett talk for this podcast. Let's move on and talk about Malachi Starks. Before we do, uh speaking of betting, we've mentioned it already, but betonline.net is the place that you would go to place any and all of these wagers, while I do not condone betting a half a month's salary on Stetson Bennett to win the Heisman, if you just sprinkle a little bit on there, listen, you can you can send Colby a thank you note after you cash out. BetOnline.net, it's it's the only place that Clint and I trust. It's the official partner, the betting partner of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Go there, make a deposit, enter the promo code Locked On. You'll get a bonus. They will give you free money. You use it to bet on March Madness, which is coming up. Use it to bet on the Masters. Use it to bet on college football futures, uh, the NBA, if you're that kind of a guy, the NHL, whatever it is, the sport of your choice, betonline.net has it. You go there on your mobile, the your desktop, uh, betonline.net, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On. Dogs. All right, fellas. Um, let's jump into Malachi Starks. Let's turn the let's turn the page from offense to defense, from former or from uh, players from last year's team to players who are coming onto the squad. Um, I don't care wh- whichever one of you wants to start, but I'm just going to throw the general question to you, Malachi Starks, five star athlete, number one athlete in the country, um, one of the biggest prospects in all of. Uh, high school football last year coming to Athens what excites you most about this guy what should fans be the most excited to see from this kid as he makes his way to the classic city me you go ahead I think it's the I mean obviously what jumps off the the page is the versatility Um, I think anybody who watches his tape you know is gonna see that he plays quarterback for Jefferson, uh, obviously was the number one safety in the state um, from a from an interception standpoint, and just also I think from the cover standpoint with with most of the recruiting rankings. The fact that he can go in a four A high school in a pretty loaded region and play both of those positions at the level he did gives you a really good feeling about what he can do um, heading mm-hmm. down the road to Athens and. There's a chance, you know, as we get into it later, there's a chance we'll, we'll see him play a few different ones, you know, even on one side of the ball, but potentially, you know, others, and it's not above Georgia to do that. So, um, yep. the versatility has got to be the number one. <clears throat> yeah. What about you, Colby? I agree. For me, it's the, it's the, it's the pairing of the size, the speed, the, how he closes space, how he, uh, his overall, he seems like he has a really good, football knowledge and just natural football IQ. He, hmm. he, he just happens to be in the right place at the right time often. And hmm. I, like I said, there's a lot of, he could play a lot of different positions with being that, that six foot 205, 210. You can, you can go a lot of places with that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think he's going to, I think he's going to come in as a safety. 
some people project him to put on some weight and become outside linebacker, even an inside linebacker. There's, there's, there's really, there's a lot of places that this kid could go. Some people have got him playing like a, maybe a star, uh, even because he's got the kind of speed and lateral quickness and side to side mobility that's going to allow him to play even um, a more versatile defensive back position. But I saw I saw somewhere where one of the recruiting analysts had him ranked as the number three running back commit a running back prospect in the 2022 class ahead of Branson Robinson, who we talked about on the podcast the other day. So. You're talking Heavy about a praise. guy that, like, if he wants, to, if he wanted to, if Kirby wanted him to, he could maybe he could shift over there and be and be become a weapon on offense, catching the ball out of the backfield or carrying a ball. Uh, you know, I don't think we're going to see him as an option quarterback in in Athens, but I do think there's, um, which you guys mentioned, I do think there's some opportunity for versatility, even beyond. Um, even beyond just defensive versatility, I think he could play a little bit both ways, which, again, we've seen guys do that before with some success. Um, next big question is, do you think we will see that versatility in 2022? Um, Lewis Seen obviously goes on to uh, the NFL, but Christopher Smith is back. Um, do you think that um, there's availability or a pathway for uh, Malachi Starks to see much playing time, if any, in 2022? I think off the rip, like like you said, with the star position, I think that's an immediate plug and play. Like if you need somebody to fill that slot, I think he's got the perfect body size skill for it. Um, so I agree with the star. Like I think that would be, if we see him this year, I think that's the most likely spot just to get him on the field. Plus special teams, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a he is a Kirby is well documented that he will play, and you guys have talked about this with other player comps. He will play a lot of freshmen in the special team roles. Um you know, assuming they're up to snuff, you know, and, and the fact that he's here in the spring, he gets an entire, you know, spring camp to to learn his position to it's huge. I think probably one of the most exciting things about him. I had a coach one time tell me that the easiest way to tell if a guy's a good athlete is to watch them get off the ground. And if you turn on the tape of him, I mean, I'm sure the coaching staff over at Georgia is going, this dude is just an absolute athlete. I mean, he can, he can get up and down the field real quick. Um, So opportunity on kickoff opportunity on KOR punt, I mean, punt return, you can see him in a lot of different places. And with that, the way that Kirby likes to rotate defensive backs, there's a there's a really good chance he's going to be playing. Yeah, this year. I think. Yeah, I think. You you know you got Tyke Smith, presumably healthy, presumably back, and you know you would think that he would have a role on this defense if he's a hundred percent and he's had a year in the system. And you know we thought we were going to see a lot of him last year, and unfortunately never really got the opportunity. Um, but. Does Tyke slot in at safety next to Christopher Smith? And does that leave the star position open? Do we see Tyke playing more of that star that we expected him to play last year? And does that leave a potential safety spot available? You know, like um, 
Malachi Starr is certainly not the only name that would no. be thrown around in any of those spots. There's plenty of guys, but I might say if you of all the guys we've we've gone through on this list so far, and there have been several, and there have been some really good players. If you had to, if I had to place a wager on one of the guys we've talked about so far, Marvin Jones Jr., Branson Robinson, C.J. Washington, Malachi Starks now, if I had to place a wager on one of those guys to be an opening day starter, this would be the guy that I would take. Now, I still don't know that I think that's likely, but of all of those four guys, I think it's the most likely. I think he has the most uh, potential to be – to. But in terms of available playing time and his talent, I think there's there's potential. I think I agree with the that. idea. The idea of him moving into the star role is probably actually a little bit more far fetched than even him playing safety, but just because of hmm. the fact that Tyke Smith's going to be back healthy, um, the fact that when we got That's the chance point. to see Javon Bullard, boy, looked pretty pretty darn good. So that. And those are, those guys have SEC playing experience, and I mean, if, when you're rolling out, I think against Oregon, if you see any rotation at star, it's going to be between those two guys. However, at safety, there's really not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot in front of them. So potential for injury, and then also the potential as a as a you know a secondary rotator at safety. I could, I think that's probably the more likely scenario, even more than star. All right. Those are interesting things to talk about, but let's talk about the ceiling. Let's talk about what this kid is going to become, um, who we project him as, because obviously we are experts when it comes to taking, seeing these high school prospects and projecting them forward. Um, and so let's give some very measured, very thoughtful uh just some player comps of who this kid might become. Uh, and we'll do all that uh, right after this. All right, fellas, player comps. Uh, who is Malachi Starks? At the end of his career, we look back and we say, maybe not in 2022, maybe not in 2023, but, but as we've gotten to know him, as he's gotten more experience, as he's gone on to the NFL, as he's had a great career – at the end of his career, we look back and we say, you know what? He kind of reminds me of who? Take it, cheese. Well, I I got a pretty pretty tame one to start. Uh, there's a guy out of LSU uh, by the name of Patrick Queen, who uh, when he okay. came out of high school, he was uh, he was about six foot two oh nine, and they brought him into LSU, made a linebacker out of him, and now he's in the National Football League, making money, doing what he loves, and. I see a lot of comparisons between them. I think Malachi Starks could put on to get up to that 220, but even there have been some great linebackers come through that have only been around 215, 220. So I think Patrick Queen's a pretty good uh, – a pretty good if, – if they decide to put him up and move him down to a linebacker-type role, I think Patrick Queen would be a good uh, a good ceiling, if not just a, just a base. Hmm. Okay. I'll go with one that's a little more – a little more outlandish. Um, do you know who the highest paid safety in the National Football League was this last year? Who's that? It was a name. It's a guy by the name of Buddha Baker. Ooh. And uh, mm-hmm. Colby and I have a have a, a the pleasure, really good the pleasure of playing against him 
um, in the in in the Washington State high school football how that, ranks. How that uh, how that turn out for you guys? Did that that go you well? Just just was, just just pleasure. Just if, a pleasure. <laughs> if you can't sleep one night, just go just go take a look at the uh, the <laughs> state championship in 2011 uh, Mount Sinai High School versus uh, Bellevue, and uh, you'll see how that turned out. There is wow. So there's actual the there's tape we can watch. There's, there's the tape. tape. There's there's a lot. Oh of man, there's, you love to see it. The second best player on that team at the time, you know, second to Miles Jack. But there is there is something about watching that guy play football. His instincts, the quickness at which he's able to identify angles, um, and the I mean, obviously his ball skills just transferring from him playing <clears> running back in high school. And then also, obviously, becoming a, an, an incredible you know safety in the college you know ranks, and then onto the pros. And you watch those ball skills translate, and that's what creates. I think, as far as the defensive back goes, that's that's what creates the the goods from the greats. That's what separates them is is ball mm. skills. You know, you have you got the athleticism. Everybody playing at this level does, but Malachi Starks, he's got the ball skills to be mm. eventually. I mean, you ride this out and it's he could be the highest paid safety in the national football league one day um and we're talking about him you know playing it playing for super bowls you know getting elected into hall of fames like buddha baker probably will be doing um here pretty soon one day boy but he's never taken down the weldon brothers which really <laughs> oh he's taking us down it's it's <laughs> you know you don't have to take anybody down if they just lay down in front of you they, yeah. yeah okay it, okay if you give yourself up then that you know, sounds right fight. Sidelines your friend. Yeah. Sidelines <laughs> your friend. Um, you like, yeah. Um, well, Colby, I, I honestly thought we might be headed in the same, in a similar direction. Now, listen, just hear me out. I love that you mentioned ball skills, Mithis, because that's where, that's where my mind goes when I think, I think about athleticism. I think about what he can do with the ball in his hands, third ranked running back in this class by some uh option quarterback had the ball in his hands a lot at jefferson a lot in high school all right now i know the body is not the same um and therefore i think maybe he would probably lack a little speed for this comp to really play out but i think he i think he has a lot of the ball skills and the ability to to make plays with the ball in his hands that another former LSU defensive back, another former LSU safety has, and that is the Honey Badger, Tyra Matthew. That's the guy that when I look at wow. this guy, I see I see a guy that can potentially change the game. That, I mean, I don't have to tell you, Georgia fans, Tyra Matthew could just mess up your whole day. He can just mess up. Like you take a perfectly great December Saturday where you're just having a great time. You're just enjoying yourself and everything's going well and things in your life seem to be all be falling into place. And then Tyra Matthew walks in and he just urinates all over everything. And you are, <laughs> it's over. Um, that's the kind of, th that's the kind of ability <coughs> that I see Malachi Starks having. If you put the ball in his hands, listen, he knows what to do with it. He's not trying to gain five yards or slide or go down. He's trying to score a touchdown He's trying to go get the ball and make a play. And there's nobody maybe in the history of college football who is better at finding the ball and making a play than Tyron Matthews. So that's that's my comp. That's 10 out of 10. 
And I think that's what Kirby probably loves most about him and, and Bus Champ. I mean, they, when you're looking at a guy that's a, that's a true ball hawk, <clears throat> I don't think we really had one on the back end. I mean, in a minute. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last true ball hawk that we had back there, and it's – Yeah. I mean – There was there was a minute when you thought Richard LeCount was going to be that guy. But he wasn't. Yeah. Doesn't have the ball skills. Love, love Richard LeCount, but doesn't have the ball yeah. skills. I mean, you, you're thinking – I'm thinking Brandon Boykin, maybe the last Ooh, one that started that was that was really attacking the football in a way that – you know, it just seems yeah. to find his hand. Now, Keely Ringo, you know, let's wait and see. Let's, we can do a wait and see on Keely Ringo. He's, I, I mean. I've seen I've seen one particular set of balls that's Matt. about all I've ever, I'll ever need to see again from <laughs> Keely Ringo. He's got, he's got my stamp of approval. Yeah. For, big for, time for players him. make big time plays and make big time games. That's right. Um, but we're not talking about Stetson Bennett anymore, Colby. We're, we moved on to talk about some other players now. Um, all right, fellas. Um, look, this was good. This was good. This was a fun time. We're going to have to have you all back on the podcast. I'm going to be honest. When we started this recording, it was 50-50. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure how it was going to go. But uh, this is great. We're going to have you all back on the podcast. I'm going to let Clint um, throw you some softballs, and you can make fun of him, and we'll all have a good time together. Um, uh, the Weldon brothers, uh, great great fans of the Georgia Bulldogs. Really appreciate having you guys on. All of you, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, subscribe, follow, rate, review, tell a friend about the podcast, all those things. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on Friday. Um, uh, I think John from John Tweet Sports coming back on the pod to uh, chat about yet another prospect in the 2022 class. So we will see you guys then. See you, fellas. See you. See you.